Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, my actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me here, uh, Tim Kelly. How's it going, Tim? Very well, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So I have uh, Tim Kelly back with me with uh, Polito Press. Um, it's been a while, Tim, but I, we wanted to keep keep going down the rabbit hole. You know, we talked about flow, that whole series we did about six months ago. Um, with the lymphatic system, blood, and your pH. And, uh, you know, I wanted to bring you back on the show and talk more about, you know, key nutrients and, and dive a little deeper into that. So I'll, I'll let you uh, take it away. I know you had some suggestions for, uh, you know, our our crowd being more specifically over 40, which I think, you know, it starts getting more important to worry about your health. But what, what you got? Okay, so just to do a quick recap for audience members who maybe didn't hear our first session, I've done health research for 20 years, and that health research has culminated in the book, Natural Healing, Self-Empowerment. I do consider that the most powerful health book ever written. It does teach people how to get rid of the common cold, how to beat all allergies, how to beat 99% of disease using the paradigm of health that we discussed before, which is a balanced pH, preferably around 7.4, and optimal flow through the body so that there are no obstructions. What I probably should have added in there, because it is kind of exciting, is that there are also possibilities for regeneration. Now, that may sound a little shocking to people, but specifically what I'm referring to is reversing gray hair, reversing thinning hair, uh, regenerating teeth. Although, truth be told, when it comes to regenerating teeth, that research is actually about a century old, although I've enhanced it. Uh, You can restore your nails as well as your vision. So I'll be talking a little bit about that as we go through the key nutrients. So we are going to recap again quickly the paradigm of health, which was uh, about pH and about flow as we go through these key nutrients. So we're going to focus on five minerals and then essential fats and probably close with enzymes. Okay, sounds good. You have everything we want being over 40, so. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to spend a lot of time on potassium. Don't worry about it because the other minerals will go by much more quickly than potassium. Gotcha. Okay. So with potassium. So before we talked about pH, and so this will be my first clarification. So uh, I think you already kind of caught on to this, but I'm going to go over a number of clarifications to make sure that the listeners are clear. So there are four primary alkalizing minerals. These are potassium, sodium, calcium, and magnesium. Now there's a a special mineral that appears in nature called calcium bicarbonate. And in my sleep deprived state, I think I had calcium carbonate on the brain because I accidentally said carbon when I meant to say calcium, but these are the four primary alkalizing minerals. Uh, Something, another potential point of confusion. We were talking about the best time to test pH. Three times I mentioned that the best time to test pH is to test your saliva first thing upon waking. I also, in that stream of consciousness mentioned right before you go to sleep, so that might have confused people, but the reason why I said that is a lot of my information is coming from D.C. Jarvis. He's a physician who used to practice in Vermont, 
wrote a bestseller book back in about the 1950s called Folk Medicine. He said that the two best times to test pH were after your last big meal of the day, which would kind of be right before sleep, or upon waking. Now, for me, I think upon waking is the best for a multitude of reasons. And I might as well zoom in on this a little bit because I did listen to you speaking on alkalinity last week. And I thought, okay, maybe I could help people out by clarifying things even further. Yeah. So I talk about uh, a very special sweet spot of 7.4. So when you were trying to use a reference to further develop ideas on alkalinity, I do encourage you to take a look at Tunsky's work. He wrote, The Battle for Your Health is Over pH. Uh, another excellent source on this is Dr. Robert O. Young, who wrote The pH Miracle. There's some pretty shocking information in there in relation to pH. But when it comes to 7.4, Tunsky sounds a little bit more relaxed than I do. He talks about testing urine as well as saliva. He offers mm -hmm. a urinary positive range of 6.7 to 7. He offers a positive salivary range of 7.0 to 7.5. So he's not as specific about harping on the 7.4. So some people might wonder, okay, so why exactly are you so focused on the 7.4? One, to repeat, the blood pretty much is 7.4. I mean, it, it has a range pretty much between 7.35 and 7.45. So 7.4 is right there in the middle. It pretty much has to be there or you could end up in a coma or something like yeah. that. The peripheral tissues have much more flexibility. And as for why I would favor saliva at 7.4, one, we do know that if your saliva is acidic, your teeth will erode, and that will probably indicate that your bones are eroding. So why take chances? You know, mm -hmm. why just give yourself a cushion, give yourself that little extra space between 7.4 and 7.0, because if you're at 7.0, you fall asleep, you start getting acidic. Well, that's not good. So yeah. I'm just trying to create that safety factor. And then in relation to some of the other things that you were speculating on, just to also be clear on that, we do not want runaway alkalinity. We do not want to see how high we can get. You will no. end up with pathology <laughs> if you go too far. Uh, and then also, this is another point of clarification. I mentioned lemons before, and you were talking about experimenting with lemons a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I was talking about a food range of pH. Now, you correctly mentioned that the chemist's range for the pH scale is a 14-point scale. It's also an exponential scale. And when I was mentioning lemons at the high end of the scale at 10, I was referring to food. And so that might help people to understand that reference. So with food, so far as I can tell, they have compiled charts for how far given foods can nudge your pH this way or that way. So far as I know, there is no food that is going to naturally nudge you higher than 10. It, it, as far as food goes, it's yeah, not going to go higher than 10. So lemons are at the high range of what food can do. Uh, and generally speaking, you're going to want to hug that 7.4 for yet another reason. And that was the close of Jarvis's book. So what, one of the very last things, it's like the very last page of the book, was showing pathogens, more what most people would call pathogens. I think that's a misnomer, but an example would be staphylococci bacteria, which are often associated with pathology. And what he found in his research is that their preferred pH range, their favorite environment is between 7.4 and 7.6. So that's not really much leeway beyond 7.4. So the idea of just like sky highing it way up there is not going to benefit anyone. So again, really do try to stick to the 7.4. I'm just giving you part of my rationale for why that number was so important to me. Tim, how, how do my listeners get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of your book? Uh, do you have any social media, website, 
I do have a website. It's uh, Polytope Press. That's P-O-L-Y-T-O-P-E. And if you go to DuckDuckGo, the search engine, and you type Polytope Press in the search box, the website will be the first one that comes up. Uh, it has an unusual address, uh, so it might just be easier to just follow those instructions to get there. And you can look up the books, Natural Healing Self-Empowerment or OptiFlex, and that should help guide you to the website as well. And I'd love to hear from people because I'm always like to get feedback from experiences that people are having if they're pursuing these ideas. Awesome. And uh, everyone knows I always uh, throw in all the details in the written form as links for uh, the podcast on Spotify or Apple. So you can just click on the links and go to from there. Um, but uh, Tim, I thank you for your time and thank you for being on the show. And I'm sure we'll get you on for a few more episodes as well. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you.